0: The arms are channeled. Yeah. Yes, the arms are channeled. Do you remember? Do you remember the game Arms? Yes, on Switch. Yeah, the boxing one.
1: That died oh, out. Huh. Yeah, it kind of did. But Splatoon didn't. Splatoon 3 is coming out soon. Three? Three. Ooh. And they have a special edition OLED Splatoon Switch that looks sick. Really? What's it look like?
0: It's like purple and green it's and covered. In Splatoons, yeah. <laughs> splatted,
1: splatted tunes. Hello, hi. <laughs> welcome to New Day, New Movie,
0: <laughs> where we watch 365 movies in 365 days. I'm Scott, and I'm Mitch. That is super weird backwards. Well, I'm I was waiting you. for you to say no, something. I'm, and you I'm glad paused. you went for it. I just wanted to vocalize how uncomfortable it I is feel a little already. odd. <laughs> but welcome to week. 39. Yes. The week that I am titling The Snoozers. The Snoozers? Yes. Oh, God. The week of The Snoozers. No?
1: Okay. You don't feel this way? uh, I mean, there are some really good movies this week.
0: Yeah, there were some really good movies this week. But yeah, I just- Balanced (laughs) by some really fucking boring-ass movies. (laughs) The Snoozers. wanted to
1: fall asleep to you, okay. Okay, (laughs) fair, fair. I took
0: many naps this week. Um, But yeah, week 39. D- do you want to talk about how many movies we've watched and how many we have left now?
1: Uh, yeah, I gotta do math again. <laughs> I only have the uh, the amount that we have left. And I was going to do it for our news segment. Oh,
0: well... No, 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 What's no, on, no, on the news? news? news. <laughs> Let's get to it. Do mm, you want a calculator? I did.
1: <laughs> All right. So... Last week or two weeks ago, I don't remember what it was. I, time is irrelevant to me now. After watching as many movies as we have, which is two hundred and seventy-three, I don't know why math was so hard for us last week or two weeks ago or whenever it was. But I was—we s- overlooked the simple fact of seven times, however the many number weeks we've-, <laughs> weeks we've done this. But I was trying to like count backwards, and it—it it, it was hard. Either way, we have less than 100 movies left on our venture. We have 92 movies remaining. Yeah, I think we
0: said that last week,
1: didn't we? We said we were around the 90-something. Yeah, we we said there was less than 100. We didn't have an exact total because we couldn't do simple math. Yeah. But we have a total now. (laughs) But no, 92 movies remaining. It doesn't seem like a lot, but at the same time, it seems like a lot.
0: That's what I feel like when you said that. You, your inflection was like, look, that's it. That's all we have left. But wh- how I felt was, holy fuck, that's a lot of movies.
1: <laughs> so I feel at some point, like the first hundred movies seem to go by pretty fast. I guess.
0: I don't remember that far back. Cause <laughs> Cause I, I, that's
1: what I'm saying is like, I, it was so long ago that it, f- it felt like, oh, we, hit our, quick? we sure. hit our hundredth movie this week. Holy crap. And now to think that we only have, you know, less than a hundred, it's, I don't know. Other news. Rob Zombies The Monsters trailer dropped. What? And oh God, does it look terrible? So we're gonna watch it in September.
0: No way. Seriously?
1: <laughs> <there laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it looks absolutely dodge. But I'm 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 fine with the that. The monsters? The monsters. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh Anthony Starr, who is Homelander in the boys. Okay. Uh is rumored to be playing the main antagonist in the new Blade movie. Blade. Yeah, and if the rumors are true, he will be playing the role of Dracula which I think would be pretty freaking sick. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time with as much of like an antagonist as he is in the boys, like I feel like he should be like a bigger threat in the MCU, but maybe Dracula is the next Thanos. I don't know, but <laughs> we will have to see. And then my last bit of news, have you heard of the Criterion
0: channel? channel? Uh, yeah. And that, how would most of our old movies we watch? Is you I feel like, our Criterion versions of those movies? Do you subscribe to it? I don't. We don't watch them directly from the channel necessarily, but I know. I'm aware of the channel's existence. I, yes. I,
1: I didn't know. I wasn't aware of the channel. Oh. So then I downloaded the app to see the channel, mm-hmm. and it was just bl- blowing my mind with the... Extensive amount of classic movies from around the oh, world, yeah. and, and they I also think it's
0: have dirt cheap, right? It's like two ninety nine a month or something.
1: I think it's ten ninety nine a month.
0: Oh, I must be thinking of something else.
1: Then. But they have colorized some of their old black and white films, which I think would be super interesting to just lame, lame. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I I thought like if I'm gonna watch a black and white. I movie, I think to be black and white. Well, yeah, but to have the technology to do that oh, yeah. like blows my mind. Yeah. And the amount of time you have to put in to probably do a process like that, it's not just like paint. Oh, go. buddy.
0: So uh that birthday early birthday present that I got you mm-hmm. that we'll talk about next week. Yeah. Um some of the processes they have some behind the scenes. Ooh, It's a, uh Alfred Hitchcock 4K Blu-ray remaster anthology and uh yeah, I've already watched on my version, and I got myself as well. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> I've already watched some of the, like, special features. Yep. And do the stuff that they, how they restore. Restore. I think is the yeah. word I'm looking for, you know. Um, the process is, it's incredible. Very interesting. But we'll talk about that after you have to leave Vertigo on after it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... There we go, anyway, you have any news i um kind of I don't know if I really wanted to say this or not, but I thought it was pretty funny. This actually was just told to me uh not not maybe an hour ago wow, uh apparently sometime in the last week or so, Jess came to bed one night and I was talking in my sleep, and she I wish you would have recorded me because I don't believe her. But she said that I was saying very funny things, such as Dolby. It's in fucking Dolby, <laughs> and Dolby, how you do this? <laughs> this is one hundred percent true. I swear on the podcast. Damn, dude, this podcast has I just changed. <laughs> I just thought that was a necessary <laughs> tidbit of information for how this this whole thing we're doing is affecting our lives. Scott is even, dreaming about if, Dolby. He dreams in Dolby. Let's be dream real. in Dolby. <laughs> oh man, I thought that was fucking moving. Sound, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, she said. I was like, fucking Dolby, fucking Dolby. <laughs> what? But uh, anyway, that's nope, amazing. That's, that's it. That's all I got. Well, shot <laughs> dreams in <and> Dolby. <laughs> and. <laughs> 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 uh, but let's talk about these boring ass fucking oh movies. Oh, my God, bro.
1: Some of these, I don't know. We'll have some I, good I had trouble
0: getting through quite a few this week. Unlike recent weeks where I struggle to watch movies because of what I'm coining sick of watching movie syndrome. This week, I felt that the movies were at fault in these cases. So, you want to read the movies of the week?
1: I was just trying to think of your acronym. SAUMS. SAUMS. S-O-W-M-S. SAUMS.
0: Sick of watching movie yeah, syndrome. SAUMS. Come down with a bad case of SAUMS.
1: <laughs> well, we had, a, what, a perfect week last week, and we, yeah, hated, watching we hated watching movies? still hated watching movies. <laughs> and I feel like we had some really good movies this week, which I, I know we won't have a seven this week, because I'm looking at the list.
0: Well and I just I, said snoozers.
1: <laughs> well we'll we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, uh, movies of week thirty nine. On Monday we watched Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Tuesday M. Wednesday The Foreigner. Thursday the Sea Beast. Friday Bicycle Thieves. Saturday Gravity. And on Sunday, The Cursed.
0: So Schmunday. Schmonday. Let's get to Schmonday. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The nineteen thirty three version? No. 1956, excuse yep. me. 33 is The Invisible Man, which is this week, and it's just because I, I put it on the calendar. <clears throat> a small town doctor learns that the population of his community is being replaced by emotionless alien duplicates. Place
1: sci-fi noise here.
0: I love this. This a good movie. This is fucking great. Uh, the effects were great practical effects were fantastic so cool like the blank prints yeah and the the leaving the body void of features and stuff so i thought it was such a cool idea um i thought the story was fun and interesting yeah i will get out the way early though i do have some gripes okay my goodness between this and another movie this week which we'll talk about I'm not sure which seemed to end more abruptly and unsatisfyingly.
1: Oh, this movie just... This
0: movie just stopped. fucking stops.
1: <laughs> yes, it just right. straight up ends
0: when he finally gets to the police outside the town another guy comes in, confirms his story, and they're like, oh my God, everybody, let's go get him. And then boom, ends.
1: Which I don't know is a bad thing. No, Because we've not... talked about multiple times how, like, when will the fucking end? That's what end, I was going to say. Versus, like, we've told the story we need to tell, so we're just gonna... We're, we're done here. Yeah. Like, Alfred... Hitchcock, what was it, North by Northwest, had that similar, like, they get to Mount Rushmore, they catch the yeah, bad guy, and then it just cut. ends. because That was it. That We're was done. It. We don't need any that's true. more resolution.
0: That's true. And I, I said that, I, you know, the movie followed the Doctor, so a logical conclusion would be to close out his involvement with the story, yeah. which, in reality, that's probably where he would no longer really be a huge part of it, right? he maybe He's give him more to, information, but, the, you know, there's not much... But at the same time, they they play it where there's nothing more he could do. He's there, and you know now he can be quote unquote safe. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the actual issue at hand here, nobody's fucking safe. <laughs> like the problem hasn't even been. <laughs> no,
1: there's no solution they to haven't the even problem. Thought of a solution? It's just more of like, like this whole. You are now aware of the problem,
0: and so. Like you said, maybe as much as we complain about Hollywood storytelling these days, I still have been conditioned over my lifetime. I damn well expected to see some resolution to the fucking alien pod people Mm. doppelgangers. And I think that left me slightly um, empty. Unsatisfied. Yes. Just just a tad. Just a tad. I mean, you get this crazy cool story of fucking doppelganger pod people. And it's just like I'm trying to get out of town, and I get out of town, and there's pot people, and they're like, "Oh, let's go get them." And then it's over. I don't know, man.
1: It did end abruptly. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little because okay. I, I watched this with Kristen. Okay. Because this almost fell on her list during her week. Oh, yeah. So this was this okay. was a nomination, right? When she was you know going through her March Madness bracket of picks. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but pretty solid movie. I, I felt it was definitely creepy for the time period mm-hmm. and I got freaked the fuck out. Not because of the movie, because, uh, I thought I watched the wrong one when I was writing my notes because oh. <laughs> I searched on IMDb invasion of the body snatchers. And then the 1978 Seven, one came yeah. up and then I was looking at the cast and the set photos and I was like, I don't remember this movie at all <laughs> Did I watch the wrong movie. Nope. Just a clumsy mistake. That could have been avoided if I just used our spreadsheet, <laughs> but I didn't. Did you not use, I did you not use
0: the spreadsheet? I don't know.
1: Anyways, that led me down a rabbit hole. Okay. The movie was originally based off a novel called Body Snatchers, mm-hmm. written by Jack Finney. Mm-hmm. And there's actually four movie adaptations of this novel. Really? Four? Damn. Yeah. So there's three that are called The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and then there's one called The Invasion, which came out in 2007, that stars Nicole Kidman and really? who's the other dude? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're really narrowing it down for uh, me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I should know who he is. I was.
1: <laughs> I was. Oh my god! The invasion. The Cold Kidman. Daniel Craig. Yeah, James Daniel Bond. Craig, really? Yeah, that one is the lowest rated out of the four. Uh, probably just because more current remakes don't seem to be very good Suck balls I think it's uh, the term you're looking for but from reviews the first three seem to be excellent adaptations of the novel so what when was the
0: like so we've got the 56 and the 78 that i i'm aware of both but what's the other one
1: uh you have 78 66 or 56 and i should have just written these down and i was looking
0: probably i oh do that a God. lot
1: so, film has been made nineteen fifty six, nineteen seventy eight, and then there's one called Body Snatchers. I apologize in nineteen
0: ninety three. Oh, interesting. Yes, Good and year. then
1: the invasion, which was two thousand seven. Okay. Yeah. So you have the invasion of the body snatchers, the invasion of the body snatchers, body snatchers, and then the invasion.
0: And next, we're gonna get the or <laughs> of
1: <laughs> invasion body. I don't know the snatchers uh, i think that's something else. (laughs) that's a parody not that we're gonna find (laughs) on any clean website (laughs) oh man but no i i'm with you a lot of the way on this i really love the practical effects Uh, i really thought those were really well done i thought this movie established like paranoia really well Mm -hmm. and kind of you know losing your grasp with reality a bit cuz there's only so much they were able to play off of with you know the technologies that they had at in, in the 50s so to be able to like have them act out those fears of like yeah this person looks like my son or my uncle or whoever they're talking about but it's not them cuz they're emotionless and they're you know but they act normal and I, I don't know it's it's a weird thing to think about
0: it's like a really simple concept but it's very uh, p- powerful frightening i don't know like like it's that's super weird right that's yeah and I, I, like I, something you know isn't isn't right but but you're not sure and you're not you know i don't know but
1: it was enough for like a majority of people to recognize that it you know it wasn't right but they had no explanation as to why it wasn't it was just i've known this person my entire life and that person that you're seeing there is not not them. It's not them.
0: That was the other thing that I kind of thought of the blob where I like that they didn't go into the origins of all of it. Right. Yeah. Like it's just a snapshot of what's going on and and that plays into the, how it ended as well, I guess. But <clears throat> like we didn't need to know the, you know, these pod people, these space pods are from planet Zorgoff and and they came, you know, a thousand years ago. Their planet exploded, and and then now the the fallen are chasing after them with Optimus Prime leading the rebellion against the, you know what i mean like i feel like there's so many movies now that they have a concept like this and they have they to have explain over explain everything and it could just be like we don't know what's going on this is what's happening enough said scary <laughs> scary shit we don't know right we're we're from we're seeing from the perspective of someone who only knows what they've observed and i like that angle on, yeah. on especially uh something like this right so
1: this movie did spark um I guess kind of a, a TV show reference for me. And I, I don't think it's directly related, but I guess I could t- find enough similarities to tie it in, but it's the Rick and Morty episode with unity, like the hive mind that like takes mm. over the planet. Yeah. And it was kind of like my, my mentality of like how they were all talking in the film of like, yeah. if you just join us, you'll understand like we're never going to have to deal with all of these certain problems because we all understand we're just going to live our lives and you'll live a better life. If you just like accept us Mm-hmm. And again, completely different, but I saw enough similarities to be like that. That was my mind of like this hive mind yeah. style. Yeah, I
0: got you. It's the same as the, is uh, that episode of Futurama too? The big pink thing that. Oh yeah, have you seen that one? You know, yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a recurring. I'm sure this recurring, was an influence. Th-
1: yes, yeah, a recurring theme across a lot of
0: different. That hive mind thing. Yeah, TV shows. But I thought it was a good start to the week. Oh, I thought this was great. I mean. You know, I say that I was disappointed at the end, but it could have been Greenland or Moonfall, where the guy who discovers it is the only person who can solve it, and it ends with the bullshit Hollywood ending. So, the alternative sounds terrible.
1: Speaking of Moonfall. Oh, no. I didn't um, mean to
0: spark anything with that.
1: (laughs) Well, I was just going to say the 1978 one uh, stars Donald Sutherland.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people in that one, isn't
1: it? Patches O'Houlihan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh one out of Wait, one for me.
0: Who Patches is in it too? No. What are that's you saying? What, that's Donald what... Sutherland isn't Patches O'Houlihan?
1: In Moonfall, he was the guy in the wheelchair that oh, Stephen yeah, he calls he Patches, Patches O'Houlihan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've completely forgotten all of
0: Moonfall by now. Are you kidding me?
1: I forgot Moonfall, but I can't forget the stuff that Steven said about Moonfall. Plus, I was at his house the other night, and he, he brought up Moonfall. Oh, of so. course he did.
0: <laughs> of course, Steven. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I was going to get him. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to this episode, because I'm going to tell you a secret. But I was thinking about we should all go in and get him a big Moonfall poster he could hang in. It yeah, in we could frame him. it and everything. Yeah. And, oh. Make it real nice. I'm sure that'd be <laughs> plastered to the plaque. Like greatest
1: movie ever made or something. Yeah. We get a little <laughs> shit. I'm sure if we asked anyone in the film, if you, they would sign a poster, they'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sure. Cause it's not going to make any like money it? having
0: their signature on that poster.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> well anyway, tangent, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I give this a one. It's a one for me as well. So good start to the week. No snoozers yet. Dude, I don't know what you're
1: saying with these snoozers, but here we go. Let's get to Tuesday. On Tuesday, we watched M. When the police in a German city are unable to catch a child murderer, other criminals join in the manhunt. Is this one of your snoozers?
0: (sighs) This started it, but it's, I don't consider this a snoozer. Oh man,
1: this was a masterpiece.
0: This was a masterpiece, but it took me a couple sittings. The, the no, the no. Okay. So I, so I don't want to like jump right into it, but I guess I have to, because about 10 minutes in, I was like, something is off. What is off? Then about 20 minutes in and the police are sent out of the street and I realized the film is completely void of a score. There's no score in this movie. There's yeah. no music apart from the, I forget what, it's French. I wouldn't be able to say it right anyway. The Le, le Motif or some shit? I don't know. Um, whistling from Peter Laurie's character, the bad guy in the movie, to, uh, to alert you of his presence and what is dubious to come. So with that and this movie being German and subtitled, Mm -hmm. and silent Mm -hmm. it was reading right and this is going to play into next week as well so remember this for a callback okay (laughs) i'm ready i've been reading to go to sleep okay so this just felt like reading a book which was putting me to sleep okay okay (laughs) but when i did finally get through this uh i i this is the top of my rewatch list all right this is i absolutely will rewatch this I might even do it sooner than we're done with this if I find the time. Um, We won't find the time. We won't find the time. But the second we're done, it's the first movie I'm going to watch after we stop watching these 365 movies. I don't know if it'll be immediately after. Maybe a week break. Maybe a month. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was a little
1: surprised because I thought coming off of Metropolis last week, you know, you're going to be fully on board with this, which I guess we see, did I watch am. we did watch probably the best version of metropolis that you could potentially ever find or ever see cuz again the first one that we tried to watch last week had no sound at all and for me that was tough to get through yeah and there was points in this film where i felt there needed to be something more cuz it would just go silent and mm-hmm. i didn't know if i had actually hit mute on like my the apple in tv the street
0: remote was the first scene that really clued me into what was going on was, it's just, it's dead silent. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no drone. There's no nothing, no noise whatsoever. Um, There's, there's literally no score at all. And so at times it's, it's quiet. And at times there are long stretches of old German men in a room having conversation, getting at each other. And you know what I mean? Like... (laughs) If you're not prepared for that, or if you are conditioning yourself inadvertently to fall asleep when you're reading uh, lots of text, which I have been doing, this thing this thing put me to sleep. This took me, uh, eh, this one only took me two sittings. Okay. I, I, was, I finished it the second time around, but I fell asleep the first time through.
1: I say I'm with you a little bit, not fully, but, you know, I started watching this. I, I did pick up on the lack of sound in some scenes. Obviously the ones where there was no sound That's at obvious. all. Yeah. Uh yeah. And I would say it was a little bit of a slower start. But as like the investigation started to pick up, Second the criminals, half, you know, got involved. They're like, the cops are ruining our business because of this child murderer. I am going, you know, we're going to take it into our own hands. Mm-hmm. You know, the story gets really intense and then there's like this witch hunt. I don't know. I just thought like, this movie, as well as Metropolis, they just felt, like, so much ahead of their their time. Yeah, I agree. Because there was never really any sort of, like, complex story like this, in my opinion, until this movie. Especially revolving around something as, you know, sinister as a child murderer. And, I don't know, it's freaky
0: in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaky as shit inside. It's freaky as shit inside. Nothing but a stove in there.
1: But i mean i think also the use of camera angles and even some of the editing that was in this film didn't seem like it was coming from the 30s it seemed much more advanced and there was one scene that was so funny it was like a low low angle shot of just a guy talking on the phone and then the camera was just staring at his crotch and i don't remember that one. it's hard to not <laughs> remember because it one. was like is <laughs> <It was> so <laughs> obscure, but he had a lot of these obscure shots in his film, which again, nobody was doing at the time. And I know, interesting. Uh, I know Fritz Lang was trying to do s- different because this was his first film that actually had speaking in it. He was almost okay. refusing to do any speaking in this film, uh, but he decided to do that. And I, I don't know. I, I loved it, especially the third act. I think that's really where yes. this movie hits its stride. I agree. This um, movie,
0: this in the in the whole, it's definitely a snowball. Yeah, right. It starts out really small and slow, and you get into it, but but definitely by the second half, it's it picks up quick, and it's very interesting.
1: Yeah, because in the third act of the film, essentially all the criminals figure out who the child murderer is. They bring him to this hideout location, and uh, essentially Peter Lore who plays Hans Beckert, who's the child murderer. He's kind of bleed, pleading to a jury of his peers made up by like mobsters and criminals. And he kind of goes on to talk about like how he's sick in the head. He can't control his urges. It was just absolutely like phenomenal acting. Um, and just such a performance that something like, I won't forget him like pleading and like, I don't know. It just felt so authentic and so real. And it was, it was incredible to see that performance come out, especially in a movie from the 1930s. But according to IMDb, uh, Peter Lorre and Fritz Lane... Uh, Peter Lorre. Lorre, yeah. Y-
0: um, you know him, right? Yep. You know? Ooh, okay.
1: But I was going to say uh, they, they were Jewish. Okay. And uh, shortly after the release of this movie, they, had, they actually had to flee the country uh, due to the fear of Nazi persecution. Wow. And then this movie was actually banned in Germany like in 1934.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, this was his... Like first starring role, mm-hmm. um, so this kicked off his what a, what a fucking start to a career. I mean, I, he did other stuff before that, but but uh, I didn't realize because I've seen him in plenty, right? Or I know of him in plenty. Um, and just since we've been watching movies, obviously Casablanca, and I think we watched a few other ones with him in it, right? Yeah, I'm pulling up his list but, right now. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know he was German. I didn't know Maltese Falcon. That's where he started out. I, I had no idea.
1: I mean, I think he, he's
0: Hungarian, Hungarian Jewish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was definitely the highlight of this film. Oh yeah. Um,
1: just that entire kind of
0: even early trial on, scene before you really get a good, a good exposure to him or before he even says a I was word saying, think about how eerie the stuff, the whistling the was, like, yeah. Which fun fact that actually wasn't him whistling because he did not whistle. He didn't know how to whistle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I read that on <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> All these dumb facts, but uh, but no, this was this was incredible. Despite me not being able to stay awake the first time through, uh, by the end, second time watching it, I, I wish that I would have made it through because I feel like if I just made it ten minutes longer, I would have been hooked. You would hit in your stride. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and this is absolutely. I mean, this is this is considered, from what I've read, this is considered one of the greatest movies of all time.
1: Yeah, it's on the IMDb top two hundred and fifty list. I think it's his. I think uh, Fritz Lang's. He calls this it is his. considered like his masterpiece yeah, his and
0: magnum opus. Um, it's
1: it's a it's a phenomenal watch, and I think this is my favorite German expressionist film that we've seen so far, and I would also question if there is an appreciation for this film like there was metropolis and if there was a completed version of this movie out there somewhere that had some sort of an accurate score because like i said i I don't feel like it was intended to be watched with those spots i think it was i
0: think i think or his intention for this movie was and actually i think that is that from what i was reading okay um i think i did actually read that this was his first movie with dialogue spoken and, with yeah. dialogue, right? And uh and and that was the point. The intention was yeah, to I think focus there, there on was the no dialogue music and music except else. for okay. you have mm. the whistle and the recur you know, the recurring whistle to clue you in of like that's the defining thing and everything else was kind of it was to to focus you on that kind of thing. I think I think it was intentional. Okay. I don't know for sure, but
1: Well that's something uh, to look into in the future. It just sucks that, you know, and we run into this every week, but as much as we'd like to do research on a movie, <laughs> we, we can only dig in a little
0: bit on seven different movies. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like we could spend weeks on. I say,
1: if anybody's out there history. who knows, hit us up, send us a DM and we'll, we'll chat through. Maybe we'll bring it up in what's <laughs> in the news next week. But I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, one out of one for me.
0: One out of one.
1: All right. I was worried. But that's okay.
0: Moving into Wednesday. Wednesday. All right, I got to stop with the sh- Uh Wednesday was the foreigner.
1: I am the foreigner.
0: <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't not think of the rest of the lyrics. Enjoy. <laughs> like <laughs> fighting like I'm Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> a humble businessman with a buried past seeks justice when his daughter is killed in an act of terrorism a cat and mouse conflict ensues with a government official whose past may hold clues to the killer's identities
1: all right i have to i have to say this right off the bat kick but it off how have we avoided jackie chan for this long dude still got it oh yeah I guess we did watch The Iron Mask, but that, that feels like such a long time ago and a different podcast and you know a lot of other-
0: A very different movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I feel like he's still kind of been relevant. I I had to check his IMDb page to see, was this like the last thing he's made? But he's made something consistently for the last like four yeah, or he's five years. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's been doing stuff. He's also been producing. He's been, I mean, all sorts of things. Has
0: he been doing stuff for our market though? Um, Do you know? Because I know. I mean, I, I I liked Jackie Chan like his early movies, like Rumble in the Bronx, and that's all I can think of right now. But there are a handful um, before because his whole his whole deal was he came here, yep, to America and was put in the you know action comedy pool to star with a a partner in crime, basically, right? Which I felt this movie was lacking. We needed a Chris Tucker or an Owen Wilson in there. <laughs> <A> little comic <laughs> relief. Uh, not really, though. I <laughs> I think this movie was pretty great. No, but, this, um, this
1: was a good movie, uh, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up because I, I feel like you kind of have a lot with Jackie Chan films, some sort of blended storyline. And when you speak of like what you were talking about, you have like the action meets comedy, but this is action meets thriller. Like, I I really enjoyed the, like, the blending of the revenge storyline with the, like, the political conspiracy storyline.
0: Yeah, there was more to it than just a basic, your basic revenge. Basic take-in film, yeah. That was exactly what I was about to say, is it felt like a Liam Neeson movie, but less ridiculous and with Jackie Chan. Yeah. (laughs) Instead. But better than that, right? Like oh the the fucking score too it's a killer score love i love that that synth stuff gets me every time i was
1: gonna say if so you want to get to to scott's heart it's all about the score it's All about the coming from m with no score to the foreigner <laughs> with the f- hey i liked score. m but it needed
0: it needed a, a synth wave score <laughs> <laughs> every movie can benefit from some synth wave
1: jackie chan was a freaking badass and yeah, I dude. loved his passive-aggressive bombs to get answers <laughs> yeah, to who yeah. killed his daughter. Dude,
0: that, that bomb also was super fucking cool and that he did in the bathroom. Yeah. How <laughs> he, like, lit the cigarette like to use a as, like, a... little complex, but still pretty sweet.
1: But it was, like, a, you know, a slow fuse that was just slowly burning well, until it...
0: And then, well, he did that, and he had the bottles hanging so the the cigarette would burn the string, the string on, which would the bottles would fall and then and bo- then he had what he had the phone battery he put on the floor right yeah and it like it, the assuming that like lithium phone battery or something ignited on the on alcohol the, or some shit whatever yeah. whatever the fuck it was i don't know man it was cool <laughs> i liked
1: it but yeah it was just it, it was really interesting because jackie chan all he wanted was answers he's just like tell me who killed right. <laughs> Tell me who killed my daughter, and I'll leave you alone. I keep and Pierce Brosnan up, was I just, just like, know "What's going on here?" <laughs> nah, I don't, I'm not going to tell you. Instead of like, I don't know, mm. and I'll tell you when I know. It was just more of like, yeah, I don't know who it is. And Jackie Chan's like, "Nah, you're, you you, know. you you know more than you're you leading know. on." <laughs> so then he just like continually just like, if I wanted to kill you, I'd fucking kill you. Yeah. But no, I'm trying to blow random shit up and I'm just send a with message you
0: so you give me answers.
1: I'm gonna send a message.
0: Yeah, and I like that he wasn't. I mean, it was a little. It wasn't completely grounded. Obviously, like he, he took a beating and a lot of people, you know, he got up after some shit, right? Yeah, I mean, especially all the all the fights and when he's in the forest and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but it felt like he wasn't just straight up invincible more like a like a John Wick kind of thing where he's still like he's visibly injured. He's it just didn't affect getting, him. Like yeah.
1: he got his shit rocked and like you knew he was hurt, like he had to use like the hot sword to like bandage up his yeah. bullet wound, but then his arm was just fine to throw punches in like the next scene. Yeah, exactly. Was, All right, whatever. It's like, but at least we know you can get hurt. It was on the more just,
0: grounded side of.
1: I mean, it seems like at the movies. end of the movie, he was you know, he's Walking a little slow. Oh, yeah. He, he was feeling it then. Yeah. But in the in the moment, he was just fueled by by hatred and revenge that it didn't matter. He's got that adrenaline going. I got to get my answers. I can't feel it. <laughs> and then, I, I don't know, Pierce Brosnan did a really good job as like the political head. Um, I thought that was an interesting storyline of trying to deal like with his own road bombers that he kind of put into place, but also having to navigate yeah, like and Jackie his, Chan, the entire movie
0: and his nephew sleeping with his wife and all this other shit going on.
1: Yeah. There's just right? <laughs> a lot of shit going on and he seemed to be <laughs> handling it all pretty well. I guess as oh, much as any person
0: to. could, <laughs> oh.
1: but he seemed like a, a decent enough antagonist to uh, like, but it wasn't, I don't know. It yeah, was yeah. He wasn't
0: just a bad guy, though. He was like,
1: like he was doing stuff for his own personal gain, but at the same time, it wasn't malicious. At least intentionally. Like originally, it wasn't. It was,
0: a, it was an interesting. It was like I'm on, yeah, on. things.
1: I'm gonna blow shit up, but I don't want people hurt. I don't want people injured. And that became a whole storyline in itself. So it it was a much more complex story than like a in which I I appreciated about this one.
0: Yes. Yeah. I appreciate non-Taken movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, is pretty straightforward, so I don't know how much more I have to say about it, but I I sure enjoyed it. It's been on my list for a long time.
1: And it wasn't a sleeper for you, huh? And it wasn't a sleeper. There were some sleeper agents, but wasn't a sleeper.
0: But, but Yeah, the sleepers were inherent in the film, yeah. not me sleeping. Not you sleepering. sleeping outside the film. I <laughs> but I give this a one.
1: I would also give it a one. <laughs> Moving into Thursday,
0: Thursday, and a
1: change of pace. <laughs> Boy, was it uh, the Sea Beast! When a young girl sews away on a ship of a legendary sea monster hunter, they launch an epic journey into uncharted waters and make history to boot. So this was a last-minute pick by myself. Why? And, I, and honestly, <laughs> uh, I need a little bit of a break, dude. I just wanted an animation movie. And it just so happened that a new one called The Sea Beast dropped on Netflix just a few weeks ago. So we watched The Sea Beast. And I enjoyed it.
0: Mitch, these movies are for kids. I don't
1: care. (laughs) I felt this was a little bit more of a spectrum of like not just geared towards kids. Like I thought it was a little darker of a storyline and... I don't know, I can see how you're swaying right now that like you probably didn't like this as much as I did, but... This
0: fucking sucked. Okay. <laughs> this was the biggest snoozer of the week. Okay. Yeah, maybe second biggest. All right, let's Actually, that. I know what happened in let's, the other movie. This is definitely the biggest snoozer of the week. Let's deep Dude, this dive. this took me three, three sittings to get through, and I still probably missed parts of it because I was just like, I don't fucking care anymore. Um... <sighs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm just reading through. I basically just said everything I wrote, and I I can't even get to uh, the new shit. <sighs> it's uh, so boring. It's through yeah. I just don't have time to keep trying this thing, man. It's, uh, to start though, okay. To start though, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, did you notice this kind of uncanny valley deal compared to bigger 3D animated movies like Pixar Disney? This felt like an early DreamWorks version of, like the animation was bad. The models weren't bad. You thought the animation was bad? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think the animation was great. Dude, it, something was I thought, off. I dude. thought the animation. This
1: was some the of the best I've ever seen.
0: Lips moving and the. But, but I'm talking about like a, the
1: water. I'm talking about. No, that's the what I'm shadows. Saying. There are I'm talking about things like, that
0: are like standards now that anybody can do, right? Now we're just at a point where Pixar has risen so much and technology has followed it that anyone can grab that and be like, I made this, right? So there are things so that, that I think that can easily be done. Not easily, but you know, not to an impressive standard anymore. It's just a standard. And I thought movement, like the people in this, the speaking was obnoxious to me their mouths moving with stuff and the voices of the people didn't like the textures of things, the actual, you know, art, the 3d art style, whatever the textures of, of everyone was, was pretty polished and clean. But like I said, I feel like that's any movie now. Like Disney can shit out an Encanto whenever it wants. Like that's just, that's just the status of animation, 3d animation these days.
1: See, I felt this was a step up in animation to be honest. Like I, 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 at points in this film, I thought I was watching a new Pixar film because I was just really? kind of blown away with what I was seeing. Interesting. I, I, it's interesting that we're on such I really, I th- different. This felt like a knockoff, of
0: dude. This felt like a knockoff. That's crazy. Pixar, I thought like, for sure a uh, knockoff, like Netflix, just kids' movie. Throw it out there, whatever.
1: Because I was watching this on my TV, and I was envious that you were watching it on your TV with the colors and everything.
0: <laughs> I mean, like
1: I said, and the colors were
0: fine, not the problem, but.
1: I don't know, man. Like that's that's crazy to me.
0: There's certain just and, certain things and I just, mean we're off putting.
1: That's that's fascinating that we're <laughs> this far apart on this one.
0: Dude, I, maybe I'm wrong. I fucking slept through most of it and every time I tried to watch it, but uh that's how I felt early on.
1: I honestly was like hats off to Netflix animation, because that's who is credited for the animation. Is Netflix okay. has their own animation department, so I was like, I don't, on okay. Them.
0: I don't necessarily uh, look, let me be clear that bad is compared to Pixar.
1: Yeah. I, I get right? what you're saying is you have so a bar bad, and it didn't live up to right? the bar this that you have in your mind. Bad.
0: It's just not, it felt like it missed when it, when the movie starts and you see it, certain things you're like, okay, I'm in for a Pixar status movie. And then things start happening and you're like, they just, they're just, there's some proprietary something that Pixar has that no one else has. That just is, is this missing link. Pixar is off.
1: Pixar is the coup de grace. I'm not going to deny that, but I don't know. There were scenes in this that I just felt were absolutely phenomenal. Like when the sea monster slowly like creeps into the depths of the water or it's towering over the ships and you have the smoke everywhere and there's flashes of like lightning and shit and You get this silhouette and I don't know, I was in awe watching this in in some of the points of the film. So it's just, it's weird to hear it from another angle of like, Hmm. you didn't see that. Cause I thought you'd have your other gripes of like, this just is a knockoff of how to train your dragon. Well, yes, obviously. You know, (laughs) which whatever, like there's a lot of those storylines out there. This is just another adaptation of that.
0: And this I, I have Scott's
1: thoughts for this, but
0: I'm not even going to get into it because you were so. Oh, uh, what was it? <laughs> Dude, I hated this. Yeah. I know. I, I, this was miserable. This I was, was going to ask watch. you
1: if you thought Captain Crow paid for his deal that he made with the witch uh, when he bought the poison weapon because a lot of the internet is having a debate on it. But obviously, really? I don't think you fucking care. <laughs> there's, there's a debate on that. <laughs> so wow. I'm not going to even. glad
0: people are. <laughs> I'm glad people are loving it.
1: Well, that was it. That was not where I thought this conversation was going to go.
0: This movie was so boring. That's 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 my that's my wrap up. Well,
1: well that's okay. You know so what? I'm I ha- glad you enjoyed it. Though. I, I did. I'm going to give it a one. You can give it your big I, fat zero. I'll give
0: it a, it's goose egg for me. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if you talk uh, shit on this next movie,
1: we're going to not be friends. I have
0: a little bit of shit. <laughs>
1: Alright, so on Friday we watched Bicycle Thieves. In post war Italy, a working class man's bicycle is stolen, endangering his efforts to find work. He and his son set out to find it. So, this was another one of my picks. Absolutely incredible movie, and I've been recommending it to everyone.
0: Why? Do you want them to fucking kill themselves? How fucking depressing can you get? It is
1: a depressing movie, but it is a it's an no, this amazing is, piece of cinema, dude. This is dude. a phenomenal movie. This was my favorite of the week. This was, I mean, a close second would probably be M, but I'm still blown away. Over this is
0: frustrating how like this was such a real look at just fucking society. Well, I'm Even glad you brought now, that
1: up, right? Do you know about the neorealism era? No. All right, so this movie is what's considered an Italian neorealism neo-real- film, which is essentially the movement that was following the events of World War II, and uh, it depicted the harsh truth and daily turmoil that the country was facing at the time. So the popular theme Sh- in sure the did. era was around poverty, and sadly, it was you know very common for all the Italian working class at the time. Uh, but essentially, right after the war, Mussolini put a complete halt on all imports of films per- produced by the enemy uh which was essentially hollywood and this led to the neorealism era for italian filmmakers huh and then a lot of the movies in this time period they didn't use traditional actors so a lot of who you saw like in the film or you know who's playing a part was just somebody they got kind of randomly off the <laughs> just street people. yeah they don't have an acting background right wow. And they shot all their movies on location to kind of depict real world Italy at the time. And it was essentially just a, supposed to show like real social, political, and economic hardships that Italians were facing. And I think this movie definitely captured all of that because like you said, it's super depressing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a really sad this movie. This is one
0: of the most depressing movies I think I've ever seen.
1: And it's because of the authenticity and the realist standpoint of everything because... You are looking it, it's kind of like a, a sad look into the past
0: almost it's not even the past i mean even today you get wrong you go through hell to get justice for life to kick you while you're down and then you stoop to the injustice to just fucking get ahead in your own miserable existence and uh others are getting away with it so why not and then of course when you do it you get fucking caught and you don't get away with it and everybody turns you.
1: against you yeah, yeah. fuck
0: you. <laughs> And alas, you're now the bad guy and feel even more miserable and have no justice and have become the monster you were fighting against. That's life. Yeah.
1: I mean, it TM. is It is a harsh <laughs> look into life a little bit. And I don't, I think that's what made it incredible though. You have I these, agree.
0: you have these true. That fucking kid, man. Fuck that kid. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. N- no. <laughs> the kid who stole the bike. Yeah. Fuck that kid. <laughs> And his whole fucking neighborhood, who bands fucking together Italians.
1: to just like, oh no, it wasn't him. Yeah, he's he a good boy. He
0: never done anything. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck
1: you guys. We'll vouch for him all day.
0: Because cool. they were all up. poor. <laughs> <laughs> so is the protagonist. <laughs> I don't know. I think like
1: if you watch movies, there's no justice. You get you get used to this Hollywood ending. You get used to this, like everything's gonna work out. It's gonna be okay, and it's gonna be fine and dandy. And it kind of goes to like the purple rose of Cairo, right? Similarly, yeah. Of like you have this, like in Hollywood, nope. you know, it's all gonna work out. <laughs> but in real it life, it's not gonna fucking work out
0: that nope, way. Go back to your theater and enjoy your fantasy, because life still sucks.
1: But this is like such a more,
0: yeah. I guess we should say this is the other movie that I was saying from, uh, from Invasion of the Body Snatchers that just fucking ends and it's the most unsatisfying ending but could it have ended any other way? Not really. No, not without feeling fake, you know. That's how it ends. He he the guy who he ends up he gets his bike stolen. Him and his kid the entire movie go searching for it. They don't find it. Just life shitting all over him and then finally he's like i need this fucking bike my family's going to fucking starve like I, I, we've I sold everything bike. we have like yeah. they
1: sold the sheets on their they, bed yeah, to, to get, get the bike, bike out back. of pawn yeah and then the bike gets stolen yeah. and now they don't like that's their livelihood
0: fucking kid who the entire neighborhood backs up so he doesn't get any justice and finally he's like fuck it i'm st- i'm stealing a bike then if that's how it's going to be and he steals a bike and he gets fucking caught and everybody wants to send him to jail and beat the shit out of him. And the guys finally like, ah, eh, let him go, whatever.
1: I love the contemplation though, and I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to get into the plot of this movie too much because I absolutely recommend it to everybody. Not because like I hate you, but because I think you could watch a really good movie. Like, I know you're gonna feel I think sad, you're too happy. <laughs> I know you're gonna feel you sad after depressed. watching it, and you're gonna, you're gonna think about a lot of shit, but, um. It, it's kind of it's crazy how well he portrays making that decision you know he's sitting there he's sitting there with his son you know he's had probably the worst weekend of his life he's been you know walking around he's been you know seeing all of the things that he he potentially could have if he just had his bike like the lifestyle that he might be able to live but he's never going to have that because he doesn't have his bike and he finally makes a decision to just i need this to live I need this to survive and he and he gets the complete opposite reaction that he's received the entire movie of everyone bands together against him because he stole a bike when when he was looking for help when somebody stole his bike nobody gave, gave a shit nobody gave yeah, a fuck everyone
0: banded it together against him to not to believe him or his him from, story yeah. or say
1: like oh there's nothing we could do like yeah. if you want to find your bike you gotta go out and Fucking find Italians. it Italians damn
0: <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just kidding Americans are the same fucking way.
1: <laughs> I I don't. I really enjoy this movie. I I can't praise it high enough because it's it's just uh, I don't. It's it's hard to put into words how I feel about this movie because I I really really enjoyed it. I, I I think it falls up there and you know and one of my favorites, especially of, that we've it's watched on the podcast. Movie. Oh yeah. Right and it's something that I'd rewatch not to like feel joy or you know <laughs> well obviously get your happy ending obviously <laughs> but it's i think it could spark a lot of discussions i know we have a a new class not new but returning class which is like a history of film studies class hmm. i'm not teaching it but i might recommend this movie to like the teachers who are teaching it cuz i think there could be a lot of interesting discussions around it, as well as pulling in like real world um, history from around history yeah, yeah the, the era and what, you know, Italy and Italians were kind of going through after the war. And, you know, the, I don't know, I, awesome, awesome movie. Can't recommend it enough, but super sad and depressing.
0: So depressing. <laughs> Ones. It's a
1: one for me. <laughs> like I said, I've recommended so many people since I watched it. Yeah,
0: this is definitely a one. It's a great movie, just uh, don't watch it if you're I can't say that.
1: <laughs> I don't think really, I was gonna say you can't watch it if you're happy, you can't really watch it if you're sad, just
0: <laughs> Yeah, one's for bicycle thieves for sure. Then then there was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Gravity. Two astronauts work together to survive after an accident leaves them stranded in sp- 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 Spassy. Space. Spas Malone. (laughs) (laughs) Two astronauts work together to survive after an accident leaves them stranded in space.
1: All right. I'm going to be the first to say that I am against the masses on this one. I did not like this movie. No? No. Fuck this movie. Okay. Okay. Not the movie. Fuck Sandra Bullock's character. (laughs) Because to be fair, there are things I liked about the movie. Like the visuals were stunning. Yes. I can only imagine how just beautiful this movie was in IMAX or Dolby or even on your TV. Oh, I'm sure it was just the sound too. <laughs> yeah. And the score was incredible, but Sandra Bullock's character pissed me off to no end. Every action she made, every stressful situation that she handled just annoyed the piss out of me. But I think the biggest one was how unresponsive of a character she was. Cause people would ask her something like, can you copy that? And she just stare at them. And I felt like I was back in the pandemic days of the classroom where I would be talking to students. <laughs> you were triggered. Asking them a question. Are you fucking and they, triggered? And they wouldn't say anything. they just stare at you. And I'm like, uh, answer just, them. <laughs> fucking just say, I copy that. But then She's there were so
0: frozen, many. Oh, frozen God, in dude, fear. She, she pissed me off to no end, dude. Yeah, I mean, her character was written to be that kind of character. And she which con- to some people I would think is obnoxious, like you and myself. Dude, I I couldn't. And like, it kept getting worse.
1: I didn't hate her, but yeah, she's not... Like, there was multiple times. It wasn't just one occasion of like, she just didn't hear something. Like, she had to be asked two or three times. the
0: intention was she was in shock. Yeah, and oblivious to everything. And
1: she put her work before her, her, you know, the other astronauts' lives. And I mean, every time she had to deal with some sort of situation that was stressful, like you said, she just froze up and she didn't do anything or she did everything not how she probably was trained to do it. And maybe that's part of the character was she was a scientist and not an astronaut, so she didn't have the training. But either way, I didn't care. (laughs) I was just pissed off this entire movie. I was so mad watching
0: this movie. I was, oh, I was human. I think the worst part of this movie for me was it's a very Hollywood movie. Like, so I'll start. I chose this because I realized I just wanted a cool space movie that looked and sounded good. Yep. And this delivered that. I guess I guess it looked like you cool. said it yes. looked fucking cool. It sounded great. I thought it was a pretty neat movie overall. Was it the greatest? Not even close.
1: i say the camera work was pretty interesting how it would like go around the characters. Yeah, kind of felt like it was the, floating in space a little uh, bit. Like there yeah. was there's very cool visuals. I, I I'm with you on that.
0: Did they dial the cheese levels up to Armageddon? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially that fucking ending. (laughs) That was my, was the Assassin's Creed theme music necessary at the end of the movie? (laughs) I don't think so, (laughs) but that's just me.
1: There was a lot of people on the internet who were (laughs) like, I was so worried that she was going to drown and I was so pissed off if that's how she was going to die. And I was like let the bitch die. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, Coming off of a
0: bicycle thieves, it wouldn't have affected me in the slightest. It's like, I don't like her as a character. <laughs> you were just like rooting for her death at the end. It's pretty... Drown, drown, drown.
1: I mean, there's so many other instances where like she probably should have not survived, but like, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, she did. Just to get finally back to Earth to die. That would be fitting. And I get like, Gravity. that was her
1: character. Like, the, the whole symbolism around it was she went into space dead, she came back alive, because she learned all of these things about sure. herself. and yes, whatever. Yes, there's a lot of very
0: hand fisted symbolism uh, in this movie, God, dude. I just I turn metaphor, I never whatever. Um, overall, you know, George Clooney space cowboyed it up, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> I like that. Um, George Clooney, playing Sandra George Bullock. Clooney in I think space. you said plenty. But, yeah, I you did. know, she made it home. I'm okay with that. Whatever. It was a great home theater experience. And you know what? It got me because at the very end when she's on land mm-hmm. and she's like struggling to get up, I was like, huh, gravity. And then she got up and then they show the title of the movie. And I was like, oh, get it? Gravity.
1: There's more symbolism <laughs> to that. That's her, like being birthed. If you didn't, know. Yeah, well, yes, like, I got she's that. She's struggling just, to like was, walk, and like a half joke the, the like, whole like oh, I
0: get it. The title of the movie
1: they <laughs> <laughs> said it in the movie. <laughs> 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 like they had that shot of her, like looking like a, a fetus in the, yeah, in well, the fetal it's position, all and, water coming out, and, yeah, uh, yeah, gasping for life, air. Yeah, just shove it down my throat. Why don't you? <laughs> she's being birthed again. She's alive. Uh, she learned. To, to forgive herself and live a life even though she didn't have any remorse for any of her actions that cost two other people their lives oh fuck you okay i'm done yeah
0: you know one more positive just to counter okay <clears throat> just just to be devil's it advocate it won't give me a one <laughs> this movie literally has two people physically in it <laughs> yeah isn't that interesting yes it's kind of cool like, even the guy in their crew at the beginning of the movie, they never show him physically.
1: A lot of people said that was one of the coolest deaths or, like, dead bodies they've ever seen, oh, like especially the in the, the 3D. Yeah. Of how his, like, the entire face was just, like, you could see through it because a piece of shrap metal came flying through his helmet. And they're like, that was crazy to see. Because a lot of people saw this in 3D IMAX. Mm-hmm. So this was like, this was the That's epitome cool. of 3D IMAX. This was the movie that everybody had to see because it was visually just so beautiful. And yeah, I did it. I do. I I, <laughs> I didn't watch it in IMAX. I still thought it was pretty. But nope, I was. I, I don't know if I would have felt this way watching it back when it released because I wasn't a teacher then, and I wouldn't have been you know triggered by my own experiences with well, talking to the children. But I was still. I think I still would have been a little annoyed with her character.
0: I'll say when this came out. I mean there's a reason you and I haven't seen this already,
1: right? That's true. There's
0: no reason we wouldn't have seen it when it came out. So something about this we weren't interested in. And I remember when this movie came out and I wasn't interested in it. I was really just honestly, I was reading something and I like I said I just wanted a fucking space movie. I just wanted yeah. more space. Yeah. And but like a good space, not like a, you know, actual space. And so I saw basically the three people were talking about a bunch on this subreddit or something that's probably what i was on uh was the martian interstellar interstellar and gravity Gravity. so we watched gravity this week interstellar's next week Yep. and i've never seen the martian have you have you seen it no you haven't (laughs) no really i haven't seen it okay so maybe we'll watch it i'm curious after watching interstellar I i
1: already have my my rankings in my head of how they're gonna be
0: I'm assuming because I don't think I The know.
1: Martian will be worse than this, and I know The Martian won't be better than Interstellar.
0: I'm assuming, even though I didn't hate this, I'm assuming for me this is probably going to be the bottom. overall the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I've seen rankings of the three all over the place. Yeah. Interstellar seems to be the top for everyone, though. Seems to be pretty commonly number one of the three. So yeah. it will be interesting to talk about in a few I, weeks. I did after tell we've seen Steven
1: that uh, he got you. He got you hooked. On space. on space movies, I, I had to thank him for making needed, me watch Gravity.
0: I just needed something space. I need better a, than Moonfall. I need a fix for my Moonfall. <laughs> no, I just I needed to get Moonfall out of my my craving in my mind. I'm like I want you know, that, but I I'll, want a good version. of I'll that. be the first to admit that it?
1: Moonfall was better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I would much oh, wow. rather sit down
0: and watch Moonfall than Gravity. <laughs> dude you just need a expensive ass tv and uh, lots of speakers and uh i had a good time
1: you know what i would rather like <laughs> if there's like images from space like the new telescope that's out that just, just plays that. those on your tv Play some music and put it on yeah the background. that'll be fine i don't have to see right. sandra right. bullock piss me off for I don't even yeah. know how long this movie was. Look between and this half, two hours. <laughs> between
0: this and her more, you know, of her recent movies. Between this and the one with, uh, she writes the books and yeah. What's his name? Was that movie called? God damn, You uh... can <laughs> think of it now. Yeah, uh... that was her better role, is what I'm trying to say. It was a better okay? role. Okay, so she needs to stick her with... and Magic Mike. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 Magic Mike. I know um, what you're talking um, about. Uh... We've watched too many fucking movies. I, <laughs> I, I, I... tanning shade um. All I know is I reverse his name intentionally all the time. I can't even think of it now. <laughs> all right, now I got to look this shit up. I don't <laughs> Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm not, I'm not gonna telling you his name. I'm just gonna silence. find the movie. Tanning Chatham. There you go. Vouch <laughs> <laughs> for me. I didn't look anything up, but they were in the Lost City. The Lost City. Yeah. Yes. The Lost City. Yeah, that Tanny was a better Chatham. that was a better role for her. Yes, but, it was. Uh, Zero out of one. Okay, well, I give it a one. Well, I, I enjoyed myself. So
1: well, you do, even you, at boo. the Sea
0: Beast and the Gravity, we've got, it's a good week. It's you a good do week. You boo. It's a good week of balance.
1: I, I think <sighs> I hated this movie more than you hated the Sea Beast,
0: so. I can tell you something right now. You didn't hate this movie more than I hated our Sunday movie, <laughs> The Cursed. Dude.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, The Cursed on Sunday. In rural 19th century France, a mysterious, possibly supernatural menace threatens a small village. John McBride, a pathologist, comes to town to investigate the danger and exorcise some of his own demons in the process. So Scott didn't want to watch a theater movie, so we watched The curse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
0: I'm mitch <laughs> mitch needed to save money because he's got a bunch of fucking birthdays coming up and shit and whatever and he didn't want to pay full price for a five dollar rental so we watched the curse. <laughs>
1: hey you narrowed it down to the cursed for 99 cents or the black phone for 20 bucks
0: i didn't narrow it down and to honestly like i if, didn't know it and honestly bucks. if
1: you would have picked the black phone i would have just got a theater ticket to go watch it <laughs> And save myself 20 bucks from renting it. Man, I would have
0: just spent 20 bucks instead of this shit.
1: (laughs) This movie fucking sucks. Uh, And I should have known,
0: because the trailers for this movie fucking sucked. They did, but uh, I, yeah, well this, okay, so this was our both pick. Right, unfortunately. So, well, no, fortunately for both of us, we don't suffer the point (laughs) (laughs) loss. Yeah, or both of us do. We both are responsible for this, so... (laughs) <laughs> um this was you're a majority
1: shareholder on that one though. i'm gonna give you a <laughs> yes. 51 49 split i didn't want to watch this
0: i was just giving you options for new shit that we haven't seen i still blame because it on we i both... don't want to go to the theater <laughs> <laughs> i needed a fucking break all right you got your sea beast break <laughs> i needed a and i break. took a zero from it from you <laughs> no i'm sorry Uh, i got my zero i'm not gonna blame we're even i'm
1: not gonna blame you
0: this was the other first class snoozer of the week (laughs) dude this movie i slept through so boring so many times um what an incredibly boring movie yes the the whole thing of him being in the war like the circular storytelling Mm -hmm. what any of that necessary or even interesting that was like the most unclever stupid shit you
1: know what's crazy though is i think that might have been the most interesting thing to happen in the movie as uninteresting as it was
0: you know that you say that now that you frame it that way i think you might be fucking right like oh it all plays (laughs) in it was played as such a big reveal but if you didn't see that coming then i guess you haven't Seen 273 movies in the last 273 <laughs> days. <or something. laughs> Dude, okay, the camera blur crap when the creature was around was not cool stylistically. It was obnoxious. Did this
1: feel like Abraham Lincoln Vampire yes. Hunter to you? Yes. it felt like that to me. Absolutely. Okay, I'm glad I'm the is, same page. I literally
0: have that. And my second thing I have that I was going to say is, while I appreciate Hollywood teaming up with the Parkinson's Foundation for Representation in Filmmaking... I think they're better suited not behind a camera. (laughs) The fucking camera shake. (laughs) Every scene in this movie was ridiculous camera shake. Either the cameraman hadn't eaten all day and it's like 2 p.m. and also it's hot. So he's got like, you know, he's got heat stroke and he hasn't eaten. So he's got the shakes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or he just did, like, the most grueling arm day ever and then had to hold the camera by hand.
1: Well, <laughs> to, to fight that a little bit. It's nauseating. Is they obviously did have access to, like, a tripod. Yeah, or for some landscape sort. shots. As I was gonna say, like, they the, the boom the shot with the scarecrow was sick. Oh, yeah. is probably the only thing I liked about this movie <laughs> was that... Like, they did it twice. They just did this boom shot, like, over-arching the scarecrow, and then, like, its head would turn, or just to, like, show you, like, this high angle. Like, that was sick.
0: Except for the part where it turned really fast and did that stupid horror movie scream. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I
1: don't know. I think they had a better storyline with the witch and the sinister-looking scarecrow than they did with the werewolves, because that just didn't make sense to me. But nothing in this movie made sense. It
0: did seem like a a mashup of things that maybe would have been... I don't know. I was trying to think of other, I feel like there's not many werewolf movies, like just straight up werewolf movies. Yeah. And I didn't know that's what this was until it's obvious, I guess, when you find out in this movie. But until then, I didn't know it was about werewolves. I didn't either. Uh, I just thought it was about loud screaming from the trailer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I thought it was about napping. (laughs) I'm with
1: you on that point because, I mean- I got so freaking bored during this movie. Like, I I tried to pay attention, oh, man. but I can't remember half of what I watched, which I think is okay, because I don't think anything happened in the half that I can't remember. No. Because this movie should have been probably like 45 minutes shorter than it was, because there were so many points where just nothing happened. <laughs> it, was, it was just like, you're just sitting there, and they were just sitting there, and there was no conversation to lead anything forward, and nothing made sense and in... there were
0: also some weird scenes that like as far as i could tell i suppose like i said multiple sittings with a lot of napping damn uh, dude, i i just there was had to no get purpose through. there was no purpose to them there was no
1: what is your purpose <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh... oh shit i don't know man i hated this i don't know what else to say really. this is
1: the worst how do i want to phrase this, this might be
0: a birth for the worst movie we've watched out of all of them,
1: well, they the used, most boring. I say McDonald's used to have dollar menus, and as I was gonna say, this is the worst spicy chicken sandwich I've ever you know watched. But it's not a dollar menu anymore, so I can't even say that. But don't waste your fucking money or breath or anything on this pile of garbage because
0: <laughs> you can't even formulate <laughs> complete. I can't
1: <laughs> mean thoughts. I mean, from Gravity <laughs> to this, it was a very bad end of the <laughs> week for me. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of frustration,
1: oh, <laughs> and oh god, I fuck this movie, dude. It, yeah, I, I think it does fall into the to the resort level of cinema.
0: I think we've. I think there's more entertainment to be had with the resort. I said
1: there's things I laughed at in the resort, right? It wasn't intentional. This from was the director. The but. most
0: <laughs> like. <yeah. laughs> This was competently filmed apart from the the hunger shakes <laughs> 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 Apart from it being ten degrees outside and no none of the cameramen had coats. <laughs> they were just standing there shivering the whole fucking time.
1: I think we have though seen both ends of the spectrum in terms of like this style of movie with you know, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunting hunter or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> where <laughs> there's so much cares? that happens and they just constantly like change locations and time frames and everything like that to where like That's this is the different slowest of movie burning. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. Yet this, we're gonna use the same visualistic style, like this weird fucking vid net blur around i don't know Just so stupid Fuck this movie. i talked about it too much this is a zero out of one if i could give it less i would <laughs> zero taint that group let's go
0: oh shit dumb <laughs> so yeah so now now you see why i i would call this the week of the snoozers for me we had some some high highs with some just lows below 0 kelvin lows <laughs> mm.
1: all right i'm going to put in my scores really quick
0: uh I, but i'm aware that kelvin doesn't go before, below 0 so just you know that's, know that's all i can hope for anymore When I pick these movies, I used to I I used to kinda think I feel like you do sometimes where you're like, I'm gonna get this one. I'm gonna get the points. I want us both to like it, you know? Now I just pick movies that I wanna fucking watch. That's what you have to do. You pick so many movies that I'm like I'm surprised you want to watch. (laughs) I have so little interest. (laughs) That's what you have to do. You have
1: to You just gotta pick what you want. You have to like what you're doing. And sometimes you get a, a gravity or a sea beast. you love
0: what you do, you'll never work a day in your life.
1: I feel like I'm working real hard watching these movies. Actually, I was pretty salty last week. I think we both were. I'm feeling better this week. We didn't have as great of a week, but I'm feeling better. But also, I took a break this week and I watched some TV. I binge-watched all of Solar Opposite's new season uh, in a day. That was cool. Um, I watched the new... Two new episodes of what we do in the shadows. I watched the South Park COVID, uh, s- not COVID. Uh, the new ones. South Park,
0: whatever. The streamer,
1: stuff? streamer wars part two. Yeah. I caught up on that. I mean, I watched a I lot of, stuff, of I stuff. I needed to catch up on. Good for uh, you. Better Call Saul. I I'm watched almost the through first the boy season first three. Of I might start Stranger, Stranger Things. things. <laughs> you know, so I I <laughs> oh, had man. a break from movies. This past week, which I think helped a little bit versus just only watching movies and just being aggravated.
0: Well, your birthday's coming up and we haven't fully decided yet, but we're considering just a free freebie. A freebie, a freebie for freebie. my birthday. Whatever, whatever you want. Right. So maybe it's something we've already seen. Can we just choose <laughs> nothing? <laughs> I can't choose nothing there might
1: be oh there's a movie called nothing or no nobody never mind (laughs) never mind it's called nobody i can't choose
0: nothing we need the numbers
1: but either way uh a little surprising week for me and for you i think i think
0: i was expecting to like life a little better but (laughs) nah. i
1: don't know i i feel much better than i did last week even though we had a perfect week uh, I'm excited that our countdown from under a hundred is, has begun. has begun and I can't wait till October 17th when we're all done with this and it actually lines up with my fall break. So oh, what a fall break it's going to be. Just going to sleep for seven days. <laughs> don't have to watch a single <laughs> fucking movie anymore. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, uh, we appreciate you joining us on the Indian M Podcast.
0: As always, you can check us out at Indian M Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, you, you know, you we, know, we, though, I don't want to say anymore. We don't keep up with it. Why would you? <laughs> <It's> true.
1: <laughs> Either way, we appreciate you tuning in, listening to us rant, and catch you catch on the next you
0: in the one. Keep it I think the morale, I'm glad you feel better. I think the morale for me this week is lower. I think it's declined.
1: Damn, you're going down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I'm at the point where if I watch Bicycle Thieves again, I might kill myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a cut. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) There's a new suicide hotline number, 988. Really? Yeah.
0: And Keep that in mind.
1: Shut the (laughs) fuck up, (laughs) K bye. (laughs) Uh, Bye.